0: Good afternoon everybody, it's a good time to be indigenous uh, You're here with your boy Cody, we have Devin Destiny Hey guys! And we have Jay Falcus from Falcus Media Hey everyone Ooh, sounding good, yeah, welcome Jay. to Intertribal Talk New mic Yeah buddy, now we can actually hear you <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah last time was the, the old cheap mic So every time I had to talk I had to turn up the volume So that's why it sounded weird when I talked as well
0: uh, we also had that, uh, that audio issue, uh, the first like six minutes of the episode no, where that, my, that mo- was a while ago. Was that that long ago? Yeah. I thought it was the last episode. Yeah.
1: Cause you play with your mic, right? <sighs> yeah. You yeah.
2: sounded like you were underwater.
0: Yeah. Your mic was picking up the well, noise. <laughs>
1: Well, that's how it was, right? Because yeah. he he plays with his mic, and the connection wasn't proper. <laughs> playing with yourself, man. Your mic that picked him up. And that's why we could hear him.
0: <laughs> uh, good thing my voice is loud. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's been a, it's been a minute. We've had a lot going on between the three of us. Life has been keeping us very busy on our toes. Uh, let's check in. How are things? What are you up to? How have you been?
2: Oh man. I'm good. I'm super good, actually. Um, there's been so much going on. Like, with the whole break that we took, like, just so everyone understands, it was like for professional reasons outside of the podcast, like, all of us had agreed um, it's okay to put a pause on things. And that's what I love yeah. about our group dynamic here is that we respect each other's personal lives so much. Like, when there's things like, going on it's like okay well let's pause take a break for a bit come back even stronger and then we have so much to talk about that's
0: right (laughs) absolutely (laughs)
2: um so I've been working my little butt off uh doing the horse stuff as usual um in different aspects like I feel like if I had a web to describe what I was doing with horses I'd probably have like four branches five branches off that web because there's so many different things going on with it like with my own personal horses and then stuff I'm advocating for with for the ferals and then um kind of like learning things from my friends with their horses as well so it's been really cool I'm I'm learning much I'm, I'm developing my horsewoman yeah, skills which is yeah. always a good thing um i had covid back in i think february and i ended up having to put a pause on going to that horse medicine workshop that i was signed up for which That's was right. so sad i found out i had covid the day before i was supposed to go i was devastated
0: no doubt
2: yeah so <sighs> there was a halt put on that thankfully um the woman who puts on that retreat hillary she was so understanding and she's all about divine timing like i am so we just understood like it wasn't meant to happen right then it's meant to happen later and and i would have felt like such a jerk if i showed up there with covid and got everybody sick right so
0: (sighs) that's heavy Uh, yeah that would mm -hmm.
2: yeah you don't want that Mm -mm. and then um i've actually uh I was approached a little while back about working with war party movement Sweet. and they are an amazing group. Like, honestly, I have a huge crush on all the girls involved. Like I have, <laughs> I, you know what? I get girl crushes all the time and yeah. I don't think I've ever had so many girl crushes at once. These women are just the most badass women I've ever seen. Um, the founder, Jeremiah Wilbur, he is such a cool, and he calls himself like the big brother. Like he's the big brother to everybody. Yeah. Um, he's a retired, uh, Retired Special Forces, Green Beret, I think is okay. what it is. And anyway, just super badass. Um, what their organization is, is they uh, help to rescue women who are in domestic, women and children, um, Every anybody who's in a domestic abusive relationship. And oh, they wow. actually, you know, like they, they do what they can and work with certain organizations that specialize in that. Yeah. And, um Basically, it's like they're they're rebuilding everybody's spirit. So they teach women self defense, how to use guns. They train them. Uh, they have this place called War Party Ranch, and they take these women and they teach them how to ranch and they teach them how to be cowhands and cowgirls and oh. and they they help them and set them up with jobs on other ranches. So that to me, I'm like, is so freaking cool. I've actually been invited to go to Colorado and partake in one of their workshops so that is on the horizon i'm not sure when but that is that's gonna happen it will
0: (laughs) i want to go to Colorado. i freaking love color i've never been there but like i want to go there
2: i've never been there either but it's just so beautiful and i keep seeing like what they're doing on that ranch and i'm just like take me
0: (laughs) (laughs) i love that that's good we need more of that you know what maybe we could touch on that a little bit later. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I would love to actually dive into that because we do have the Moosehide campaign. Yes. Uh, coming up pretty quick here. Yeah. Um, so there's gonna be a lot of community events around that, but
2: definitely going to that.
0: Anyway. for them. Did you?
1: Yeah.
2: Oh yeah! I'll see you there.
1: No, I did. It oh, was, you did. It was an interview. I don't know. I can't remember the guy's name, but yeah, it was a good one. Oh, yeah. right on.
2: Good stuff. Yeah, Cody. Yo, hey, Cody. Yo. How's it going?
0: It's going. I, <laughs> I am so excited. I can finally, I've had something i wanted to share with everybody for so long.
2: Fire away, uh, my friend.
0: So um, our business, uh, so my partner Sarah and I, our business, North Okanagan Apparel, I've, uh, you know, we've, we're usually rocking the gear every episode or, you know, we have cups or tumblers. You know, we're always trying to advertise a little bit uh, during the podcast. But um, so we got reached out to in February from a very large company Andrew Peller right so they run a chain of wineries across Canada they run Wayne Gretzky's wineries they run they're a very large corporation and they reached out to us and said hey we like your stuff we want to put it in five of our wineries in the Okanagan we're like yo like yes (laughs) like that is amazing so we were like really excited but really scared because they're like we want to do it And then we're waiting and we waited and waited and waited for the order to come in, like for what they wanted to order from us. We're waiting and waiting. We're so scared because we don't know. Like we've never dealt with someone, a corporation this big. So uh, they finally put in their order and it was like, oh my God, we're short.
2: Oh no. (laughs) So
0: it took us about a month to like order what we needed to, to fill up their orders. Yeah. And it was just crazy. Like it, it feels so good. We we just shipped out the boxes on Monday uh, to the five wineries uh, throughout the Okanagan. So you got uh, you know, Lake Country, Kelowna, Oliver, and Penticton, right? Yeah. So, you know, we're this is a really big opportunity for our business. I'm we're,
2: stoked for you guys.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Do you
1: remember you. the names of the wineries?
0: I do. So it's uh, you got uh you got Tinhorn, Red Rooster. Sand Hill, Gray Monk, and Black Hills.
2: Oh, I love nice. Gray Monk.
0: Yeah. So I gr-
2: need to go on a wine tour.
0: Right? I know. We were thinking of going to, um, going from winery to winery, just like taking a day trip and yeah. just hitting them all, yeah. taking pictures, and then like, at, and posting this on social media, right? Just That's to a great like, idea. Yeah. Hey, hey,
2: we should get a party bus. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Come on. Uh, it's a
2: work. Like what do you call that? Uh, work retreat?
0: A work retreat? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, we
2: just got off of our retreats, right? But yeah. hey, let's go take another one.
0: I don't drink wine, so I'll yeah, I, I don't either. So I'll, I'll I'll be sober squad on that. More one. fun
2: for the girls. Ryan doesn't drink it either. There
0: you go. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Bonding time.
0: Yeah. So yeah, that was that was. Uh, it's a big opportunity for us, and we knew that. Um, and we so right now we're just in the midst of. Like we, they're like, oh, we're gonna put in a small order, and it was to them it's small. To us, it was massive. Yeah. Uh, you know, between Gray Monk and Sand Hills, their two orders combined was almost three hundred pounds worth of goods.
1: Ooh. Right.
0: So like, they ordered a lot of, a lot of stuff. So now we're like, okay, we're gonna have a lot of eyes. Tourism's opening up in you know all across canada and people are gonna be traveling and so we're like okay we really need to make sure we're ready for the next one yeah um so that's been occupying a lot of my time uh and then school just finished hey give me a clap man you got it oh no (laughs) (laughs) sorry come on man Ah,
2: there
0: it is. <laughs> I, I still don't. I got to re- figure out which one is which. So I got so excited so. for you. i thank you. Sorry. I left out there. <laughs> no, that was good. That was good. I appreciate both rounds of applause. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, school's another year. Of school is done. Uh, and so on one exam, I got 23 out of 40. Ooh. I passed. I didn't care. I went into that exam. Like as long as I pass, I'm cool. C's get degrees at this point in my life. Well then
2: uh, <laughs> right on buddy.
0: <laughs> but then my other exam, I got 19 out of 20. Nice. And that was that, uh, Canadian film course I took.
2: Right and, on. And
0: I did that mask project I told you all about. Yeah. so I told Sarah, I'm like, Oh my God, I got 19 out of 20. And she's like, Nerd? She's like, what are you you're surprised? <laughs> what do you mean? I'm like, yeah, I know, I know. And then uh my other exam I got uh end up getting eighty one percent on that. Yeah. So all in all, I finished pretty strong. It was a hard semester, it was not easy, but uh you, you know, did it. Made it through. Feeling good. That stress is gone now. Like school had so much stress. Oh man. Like yeah, you university.
2: Had, you had some energy coming off. All right lack of energy (laughs) coming off you. Yeah. Just exhausted.
0: Yeah. So I'm starting to like feel better now that stress is gone. So that's good. Yeah. So it's, you know, as Devin said, when we took our break, there's just a lot going on, um, you know, with our own lives and, and businesses. And as we're all here at, you know, at this podcast, we are all Uh, small business owners right and so it requires a lot of time and attentions you know and And there's
2: always unforeseen circumstances
0: oh man (laughs) always always so uh you know we appreciate everyone being patient with us and uh you know we're gonna keep trying to put out episodes and keep everyone engaged and Hanging out with us.
2: I've been really enjoying a lot of the feedback. And you know what's funny? I find it's when we take our breaks. That's when we get... a Well, at least I hear a lot from our listeners that they're like, where are you? Like, we miss you. We were waiting for the next episode. And I'm like, oh my God, you were waiting for us. That's so cool. I mean, I'm sorry.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's by design. (laughs) Yeah.
2: It's like we, we, we leave you wanting more, I guess. And that's a good thing. I'm super excited about that. I feel like since we've started, we've developed and we've come a long way. We've learned a lot. That's for darn sure. Oh yeah. And honestly like this is like i feel very safe here with you guys i yeah. i love being here it's always good energy good vibes and i love our little powwow we have before we get started
0: yeah yeah we had well i mean we could we could probably share a little bit anyway like we had you know we were gonna record a couple <laughs> days earlier this week but then we all realized that like our energies just weren't you know we're like yeah you know what like maybe today's not the day i was ha- I was having a rough day uh Dev was having a rough day. You know, Jay I, I was fine.
2: <laughs> You're always fine. Jay, Jay. No,
0: I was I was
1: dead tired from having hiccups for almost two days, which is uh it's So
2: random. Yeah.
1: It was weird. Oh. <laughs> the man. migraine and like pains and puking and it was horrible.
2: That's S- great. Yeah.
0: Speaking of hiccups, I was reading uh some I Quick sidebar, I decided that I'm going to, now that I'm done school, I'm going to start reading for fun again. Nice. So I'm going to dedicate an hour of every night before I go to bed to read, because I think spending too much time on my phone before bed is mm-hmm. not good. So I'm trying to read. So I was reading Garfield. Uh, <laughs> I, I love the Garfield books. Aww. And uh, so I was reading it, and... Uh, garfield had the hiccups <laughs> and i was oh reading it and it was just like on and on and on you know like each comic strip is only three pieces long but yeah. there's like nine strips of garfield having the hiccups and i was like man that was jay
2: <laughs> hey movies and books so many lessons and so relevant to whatever's going on in your life
0: oh yeah even the humor in garfield so old like it's really dated like you oh, yeah but I looked at the times when those when the Garfield like so I have the three pack so it's like three Garfield books in one book yeah and I was looking at the publication dates of those they came out in the early uh, early two thousands oh wow but were they republished that's what I I, I didn't look that up but yeah. I'm assuming they're older than that they have to be the humor is way too
2: I noticed that Ryan old sent to me a
0: the early two thousands humor
2: Ryan sent me a Bugs Bunny clip from a long time ago and it was like him shooting indians with a bow and arrow like one little two little know, three little. And that know. was circulating yeah. just recently and i was yeah, like I what in that. the blasphemy because i was so upset i was like i hate you and love you bugs don't ever show me that again <laughs> that was from
1: the 50s i think and <clears throat> yeah it was a band commercial or band part band episode yeah and there's a few of them actually that are like that that are like there's one with uh nazis and stuff and bugs is like pretending to be hitler and
0: oh my god and yeah, that's right. right
1: and you can find them online Ugh. but uh yeah there's some
0: really bad bugs Bunny cartoons out there
2: and it's a love hate uh, thing we have for that little character
0: yeah yeah it's it's so true and you think about who the writers were mm-hmm. who you know like this wasn't like uh this wasn't like indigenous humor no, at the time. This was no, no. this was stereotypes at its finest. Yeah. Um with it a was green men- light to yeah. to just publicate it and put it out there, right? But they did it through Bugs Bunny. Yeah. Or other cartoons.
2: Samity Sam. Yeah. That was a bad one. Yeah. Oh yeah. Question though, Jay. Related to Garfield. Uh <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do you hate Mondays? <laughs> also, <laughs> do like
2: also, do you like lasagna?
0: I love
1: lasagna. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very much a Lasagna, pizza, spaghetti—kind of, you know.
2: You and Ryan would get along.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I love sp- man. Anytime Sarah's like, "What do you want to have for dinner?" I'm like spaghetti. She's like, "Always oh, spaghetti with you." I'm that like, "That is Ryan." I'm like, Timothy. "I'm native." What do you want? <laughs> can, that's a staple. But here's the question: Do you eat spaghetti?
1: Do you like spaghetti? That is like if you the sauce you would get at a restaurant. Or do you like the runny liquid shit that would fall off your plate if you tilt, tilt, tilt it a bit? Mm-mm. We we got we got have restaurant style sauce, man. Yeah. yeah. So in my family, <laughs> <laughs> they all all of them like the runny stuff. And this is how spaghetti's made. I'm like, go to a restaurant and uh, order spaghetti. Yeah. Just go and see what it shows up as. And they're like, that's not right. They don't make it right. So the entire world doesn't make spaghetti right, and just our family does when it's liquidy, runny shit. <laughs> mm.
2: That, oh, that, what's that song, Uh, Jody Sten Greasy Fry Bread. Greasy, greasy, (laughs) fried bread. (laughs) I Uh, I still jam
0: that song all the time. It's
2: hard not to.
0: Oh, man. Like, when you, like, you just get this sense of, like, I know it's going to sound kind of silly, but, like, literally, when you watch when that episode on reservation dogs where that song drops right that's the first time the world kind of hears this song greasy fry bread and like the people there you know that you have the baby mama there's like oh she's like oh my god like why are you guys into this and they're like greasy fry bread and i'm like that's me like i hear it i'm like yeah like greasy fry like that gets you excited for some fry bread (laughs) And just the play on stereotypes of, like, yeah. drug dealing versus, like, we're just making bannock or fry bread, right? <laughs> so I, just, I love it. I think it's Little great. Little
2: mama looking deadly. <laughs>
0: Why she looking so resy <laughs> Oh, man.
2: Okay, enough messing around. We should probably get to business. Uh,
0: oh. I guess so. <laughs> so there was uh, this, there's an article that came out a few weeks ago, um, and it was uh, about an a indigenous couple from B.C., Right And they wanted they would have a newborn baby and they wanted to register their child with you know their the, getting the birth certificate and uh, identification done uh, with the government using the tr- their traditional name that they had given their child. yeah, and the government turns around and says, "No, we can't do that." And so that really upset them, you know and you, if you read the article, we can post a link to the article so folks can read it for themselves. But it, you know they're they're discussing kind of you know this is an easy fix. All you need to do is download keyboard software, mm-hmm. and you can add, you know there's like the um oh, what's the name a uh, keyman. It's yeah. called Keyman uh, keyboards, and you can it has almost most indigenous languages that have been uploaded.
2: Ours is on there.
0: Ours is on there. Yeah. yeah. So I, I use that keyboard. I try to um you know I want whenever there's an opportunity say happy birthday or something like simple i'll like use that keyboard to like practice yeah but anyway so you know they're they're talking about oh it's it's simple they just have download a keyboard and put it on and then we could have our child registered and i'm i i don't it's way more complicated than all of than how the article articulates it Uh, you you've read it right did you yeah i read it so you know i just kind of want to start off like should we let's address colonial names yes right? so let's let's look back at you know when residential schools were up and and running what was one of the first things that you as a, as as a child who went to residential school one was the first things that they did at the schools
2: cut your hair and change your name
0: exactly Right? So you were given a good, and I say good, but like their their words, not mine. a, a good Christian name or a yeah. good Catholic name. Yeah. So you were a child and expected to forget your name and learn your new English name.
2: Forget your family, too.
0: Forget your family, right? Everything. Yeah. So that's, you know, there's a long history of indigenous people losing their names. And having to take on a a white name, right mm-hmm. so how how do we how do we get back to having our traditional names a part of our legal identity in terms of being in Canada being a Canadian citizen right this yeah. is kind of what I wanted to
2: yeah there's um you know what I love is. There's multiple people in our community and outside of our community and other communities who do go by their traditional names. Um, you know, I was given a traditional name when I was a baby by my tupa. And I. What is
0: your name? If you don't mind sharing.
2: Popalichia.
0: And what does that mean? Butterfly. Hey. So
2: I used to dance around on my tippy toes. And <laughs> that's when my tupa would always say, she dances like a butterfly, like she's going to be a dancer, which I love to dance, right? I, yeah. I did dance for a while and um, I ended up having that name and I was very blessed and I love that name. Um, uh, so when I do introduce myself, I say my English name first and then I also share my traditional name. Right. And because it is something I do with, I, I I own it with pride and I've kind of always had that. And I was always very proud of my name. And um, it's kind of a sidebar. Um, I actually had people accusing me of starting to use my traditional name more for clout, which kind of sucked because I was like, wow, like you obviously don't know me because I've always talked about my traditional name and who I am and where it came from and what it means. Right. And so, I feel like there's like also this stigma now when people are choosing to bring their traditional roots to the forefront of their daily lives because it's another it, we're bringing forward like what we're comfortable with. now we feel good about it. and then even within community, it's like it almost gets shamed and it's sad. Um, but one way we can kind of fix that is if everybody starts doing it.
0: So true. I I agree with you. Um, before I I go into mine, I want to ask Jade: did, Were you given a inception name? Kuala and what does your name mean? Sly wolf. Damn. Man. So the <laughs> first part, <of> Kwaaluk, <laughs> isn't
1: actually the right pronunciation because I was given to given it like six months after I moved to Oliver, grade six, and oh, okay. the elder that gave me my name, she taught Okanagan and she taught me from grade six to grade twelve, right? And then she passed a few years after that. And at the time I didn't really care. Mm. So I never wrote it down and I never practiced how to say it. And then finally I went to another elder who's the language teacher at the time who's passed now. So I can't get the writing of the, the way we figured it out. Cause I had to try to remember when I was in grade six and why she <laughs> gave me that name and then explain that to him. And then he actually consulted with a different elder and Whoa. then they came up with that. I like that. So it was, like but then now I, I like the meaning behind that, and like because they essentially made up another word, as far as I know, and uh, so now I can't because both those elders that consulted are, have passed now too as well. Oh, so okay. now I'm kind of like, well, Who do I talk how, to? how do I get the writing for that? Right, yeah. like so, and then I have to try to explain that to st- another language person, and this is from OIP as well, Sioux so Indian band. So it's a slightly different pronunciation than every Mm -hmm. other band, if, like, if you know anything about the language, Oh, yeah, everything differs from... North and south. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Everything's so so different. So now I have to talk to somebody down there, figure that out, and try to get it figured out just to be able to use it, like, if I wanted to...
2: Yeah. That just proves how important elders and their knowledge is, though. And, like, you were saying that um, when we were here, just kind of, you know, having a powwow. Yeah.
0: um,
2: You were talking about... uh, our elders and their, and their program and whatnot.
0: Yeah. There's a, you know, I'll go, I'll touch on that quick and then I'll touch on, uh, the name thing. Um, I, I think that there's, I think with elders in our communities there, we need more diversity from our, from elders. And I, and I'm not saying that's like, um, On the elders. What I'm saying is, it seems like for a very long time, our community has leaned on certain elders for a long time. And I believe that there is enough space and enough room for other elders to be involved in other capacities. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that um, it's important for all elders to be a part of uh, cultural conversations, language conversations, you know, I understand it's hard to get everyone together. But I think that we need to really look at all the elders, not just here in OKIB, but, you know, we got to look down at Duck Lake, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, Salmon River, you know, Round Lake. You know, there's other areas of our community that have elders who I'm sure have a lot to offer and a lot to share. And so I think that, you know, it's something that we I hope that we can see more elders involved in when it comes to things like this. Um, And
2: language revitalization and teachings.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, you know, not to say that uh, we're not very grateful for everyone who is already helping and a part of that, but I hope to see more elders being asked for their advice and their views on things too.
2: I think that's what the elders who are teaching right now are actually wishing for as well. Like they want more people to step forward and I feel like they have been really encouraging. Yeah. Um, Because you see... Well, I see it more now. And you know what? I used to complain about it. Like, I don't see it enough. But really, I wasn't looking for it. I was waiting for it to come to me. I wasn't mm. going out and looking for it. So, like, my little piece of advice for today is, like, you know, if you want to learn, go look for it. Yep. Yeah, because it's there.
0: Absolutely. It, it is. You just got to you got to make that step. You got to go mm. meet it you, or, yeah. or seek it out. You can't wait for it to come to you. Yeah. Um, that goes
2: into the names, though, because typically when we... When we are given a name, it comes from an elder. It comes; it can come from our parents, yep. but it can come from an elder. Um, and that's why I, I kind of segued into that little section there, just because elders are a key point to um, names, our traditional yes. names.
0: Yeah, I you know so that's uh, I'm glad you said that because my so some of my cousins were given uh, given uh, given their traditional names. Yeah, I was never given one and but then like you know you look at my dad my dad doesn't have one mm-hmm. and so and i sorry i know tosh you're going to hear this uh i don't know if she has one either my sister yeah um but then some of our cousins do yeah. and so i asked my dad i'm like well how come you know how come some cousins got names and i don't have one you don't have one and he's like i don't know son like <laughs> your grandma just you know i don't know like obviously she's you know passed many years ago but you know he didn't really know why some people got names and some didn't so mm-hmm. i uh i remember being at a school and uh our elders uh eric and chris yeah right so i call him auntie and uncle they uh They were at school because they do, they're part of the Aboriginal programs and services. So they're there to do smudges and there to help students with their, you know, healing or if they have issues or troubles that they're there to talk to and, and get advice from and learn from. So anyway, they were there and I was like, you know, I was like, hey, auntie, uncle, like I don't have a traditional name and I'd really like one. You know, I'm at the time I was 32, I think it was 33. I'm like, I'm 33. You know what? Uncle Eric looks at me and he says, I didn't have my traditional name till I was in my 60s. So you can wait a while.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Patience, grasshopper.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So he, you know, I said, okay, fair enough. And he said, well, you know, is like we'd be happy to give you a name, but there's a few protocols we got to go through. And so he's like, I need to speak to more family about you, who you are as a person. And so that will help us come up with a name for you. And then there needs to be a ceremony, somewhat of a ceremony. It doesn't have to be big community one, but just has to be at least a family ceremony where we give you your name. So I've been patiently waiting for four years now and I'm still, <laughs> I'm still waiting, but yeah. it's okay. Cause I believe that as much as I wanted it right then and there, I understood too that it's, it's important to wait and let the let it come to you so i'm you know and then with covid we haven't been able to connect with them very yeah. much so you know we'll see how it all goes but
2: we have our our arbor reopening here soon so i do know that we will be having more community ceremonies um soon so maybe you'll get your chance <laughs>
0: Mm, do you think maybe I should ask them prior to yes well yeah. and that's
2: typically that's typically how it goes too is um you know like a family member will approach one of the elders and say like hey my child needs a name uh, I wish for you to give them the name or sometimes an elder will step forward I don't know all the protocols with that so I might right. be wrong but that's just the way that I was told um like my grandmother and I chose my daughter's names together
0: Yeah, okay. And
2: so Winter had a baby name, and then as she got older, we changed her name. Oh, you can do that? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know that we could do that, and my cousin, who's, like, very deeply involved in learning our language and protocols and whatnot, she actually told me, she's like, she can have a name, a a new name now, because she's a different person now than when she was a baby. So true. And so we, uh, Winter's name was uh, Skookawitha which is wild rose. And now her name is Suikis, which is lightning. (laughs) Well, she is, Yeah, you know, my daughter (laughs) lightning, right? 1000%. And then Starly has actually adopted my, my mama Hilda's name. And, um, what is it? Said, uh, uh, I'll have to get back to you guys on that. Um, I can't, I think it's plays in the water is what it translates to though.
0: Nice. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, i I think that it's so important. Um, if you have like not, and again, not 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 everyone has the connection to name giving, or how to give names, right? Like it's it's difficult depending on what your family dynamic is, and and yeah. you know their that your grandparents' connection to language, and mm-hmm. so I think that that's really nice. Um, I if you don't mind me asking, Jay, is have you talked to your grandma at all about giving names to?
1: No, but I talked to my mom about it oh, for okay. my girls. Yeah, but like, like you, most of my family, um, they don't have names. Yeah, uh, some of the some of my cousins' kids, I think, have names, but I would say maybe a handful. <laughs> right, but uh, I don't think any of my cousins or my siblings have names.
2: Doesn't hurt to ask now.
1: Yeah, I I, I was talking to my mom about it a couple years ago, but then we were we we're like, oh, let's wait we kind of decided to wait because uh, just to get to to see their personality show a bit more because, like, we didn't know about the b- being able to have baby names versus and then changing afterwards. Um, because Esmeralda, she's like, I always call her my little sunshine because she, she can go into a room and light it up. Aww. You yeah. know, and everyone that knows her loves her, and she's just such a happy, I want to say, like, very empathetic. Yeah. Aww. She... She she's like definitely an old soul for sure, That's right? Nice. So and I always call her my little sunshine and and Rosie's like the little firecracker, you know. Like she's just <laughs> fierce, like wild child, you know. Like she's savage, like she's just, <laughs> she could like, she can be so savage. It's just hilarious. But then she's
2: it's called balance, Jay.
1: Yeah, I don't think she's. <laughs> There yet? (laughs) (laughs) No,
2: no. You have your sweet and innocent one. That would be oh, my kids. Yeah, yeah, that's like us with our kids. Like we have the sweet, sweet little innocent one. Then we have the firecracker one too, and it's it's balance.
1: But then (laughs) with Rosalie, it's I don't know. Like she, she's got these crazy, wild blue eyes that when she looks at you, it's like she's staring into your soul. I don't know. Oh, I know that uh, feeling. Yeah, right. Piercing eyes. Yeah, but it's, I don't know, she's just, she's, like, so wild and fierce, and then all of a sudden she's just, she'll be looking at you and then, like, gives you a hug, and it's just, like, she knows, like, if you're having a shit day or something, right? Like...
2: So, typically, spiritually, uh, in the spiritual world, people with blue eyes are very connected to water, and ooh. when you, that's why there's those sayings, you know, like, people with brown eyes are very connected to the earth, people with blue eyes are more connected to, like, water bodies, like, oceans and whatnot, and, um... Yeah, so there's that too. It's like you can get lost in your eyes what, in different aspects. What
0: about hazel?
2: Hazel? I'd have to look that up. I feel like that's something to do with earth as well.
0: I would say, yeah, I was going to say. I or would, like
2: herbs. Herbs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, me and herbs don't have a good connection, okay? Let me tell you. <laughs> um,
2: back onto the thing.
0: Yeah, so, you know, uh, when when you look, going, circling back to the article about, you know, the, the obstacles of having... Uh, you know, your child's indigenous name
2: rejected,
0: rejected. So, you know, there, there was a lot of outcry from indigenous people across, you know, across Canada who are like, this is wrong. This is racist. This is, this is, this is, and on and on, you know, the, it it went and, you know, it, I started, I always try to look at something even keeled. Mm -hmm. I try not to let, you know, I try not to let an, a headline or an article like really bait me into rage or like being upset about it. Like I try to look at it objectively. I try to say, okay, you know, let's look at, you know, X, Y, and Z on the indigenous side of things. Now let's look at X, Y, and Z from like the government thing. And like, where are we missing? Get both
2: sides of the fence here. Right.
1: So can I give you my two cents? Yeah. Real quick. So it's about understanding... Programs, technology. Yes. So the program that the government uses for the names and basically everything, it's not as simple as downloading like a font or essentially like a a language. A keyboard. Yeah, a keyboard. It's not that easy. No. Because the entire program needs to be changed. That's But it
2: should be is the thing.
1: Well, the the, the problem with that is like, I don't know the exact program and exactly how it was coded, but it's difficult. Like it's, probably hundreds of thousands of dollars to change the program they use just to be able to add that language in. Right. Once add. it's okay, done, so they
2: skip a vacation. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> but I
1: mean like it's not like it's it'll be years away, right? Because yeah. it's going to take time to go through all the political political shit, right? That yeah. you know of Cody and just to be able to say okay, we're going to put the money into this to be able to add different languages, which they should, right? Like they should already have that because if they have Different languages, like how many different languages are in Canada, like with different names? People. Exactly.
2: Yeah.
0: Mandarin, you got Mandarin so I mean Cantonese. Like, there should be, it should already be there. But to
1: add that new keyboard, it's gonna, it's gonna be a process, right? It's gonna be difficult. And it's gonna so cost a lot be of money. So we have to be patient. So it will, it yeah, like this, this is like the, this is what probably kicks it all off to get it started.
2: Exactly, it's gonna, but it's gonna
1: take time.
0: I agree with you, and I think if there's, uh, you know, thankfully, I say thankfully loosely, um, what I mean is being in British Columbia, we as indigenous people have a little bit of a, I would say we have a little bit better relationship with the government than a lot of other provinces do like Alberta, Manitoba, Saskatchewan. uh, uh, Many will disagree
2: that, but I agree with you. I think we have it fairly good compared to other places.
0: Yes. So I, I, you know, no government's perfect Mm -hmm. and I'm not, I'm no government apologist here. um, But what I'm trying to say is specifically looking at British Columbia, the NDP, how they are the only political party to endorse UNDRIP on a provincial level and trying to incorporate it into provincial law, mm-hmm. right? Now, it's not going to be perfect. Obviously, there's a lot going on with the old growth forest and, and that's a topic for another day. But what I'm trying to say is if there were a government to try and get that money and and change how the system works for names and registering your name, I believe that they would probably be the best bet to get something like that done. Oh, yeah. I don't see a conservative... Uh, government doing that or even a liberal government for that matter Mm -hmm. so but the other issue I see with the traditional names isn't just a matter of having it on your driver's license or your birth certificate I think you're gonna run into a lot of other issues where let's say you're um, you're at school okay so your registered name let's say uh What's your Jay? Say your name again.
1: Qualic and Seton.
0: Okay, so Quaila seton I gotta seton. get the pronunciation a bit better there. But and Seton <laughs> is
1: wolf, so however you guys pronounce wolf here, right?
0: <laughs> you guys know? No, <laughs> I, I know. I know a coyote is. San- I was San- I was Clep. supposed to
2: do my N one this year, and because the time for the classes did not work with my work schedule, I was unable to do my classes. So again, had to put that on the back burner. Right.
1: Well, I mean, like I have six years of Okanagan language and. I know very
0: very little.
2: There's lots to learn.
0: I've only got one year under my yeah. belt, but I mean, like, I
1: was 11 to 18. Good years. The hell wants to learn like anything. Like I did just enough to make to pass, right? Like, yeah. And I didn't want to take French, so fuck that shit. Yeah, no, like, <laughs> oh man,
0: I totally agree. <laughs> yeah. Um. So here, the, here's a question, and this is where people, I think, I'm, I'm gonna ruffle feathers with my thoughts and opinions on this. Ruffle away, but. So let's say Jay walks into a classroom, he's brand new to the school, and on the attendance sheet is his instruction name. Now you have a teacher who's going to look at that and be like, what the hell? Ah, you know, like this, (laughs) like, duh, like, I don't know, like, I, I, I don't know how to say this. So a good teacher might ask Jay, say, hey, can you tell me how to say your name? You teach me how to say your name so I can say it. And there's that act of like, hey, I want to learn. I want to ensure that you are ally. an ally. You're comfortable in the classroom. Like I'm going to do my part to ensure that I'm trying to use your name that you want to be uh, greeted as. Right. And, and so but the problem is, I think, is that you are going to run into whether it's a teacher or a police officer, you get pulled over by the police has your traditional name on a driver's license. Do you think they're really going to try and say your name properly? No. No. So, and then, of course, on the other side, this is where I think people are going to be like, well, they should learn. You know, they're colonizers. They should learn our names. They should learn how to say... We had
2: to learn their ways. They better learn our ways.
0: Right. And it's like, okay, you know, fair enough. That is a, a valid argument. But is anyone actually going to do it? And on top of that, you have... Thousands of different groups of indigenous people all over. Everyone's language is very different. Everyone's pronunciation is very different. An X in our language is a, kh, but an X in someone else's language, who knows? Could be a, k. could be a, kh, could yeah. be a.
2: Th. Yeah.
0: You don't know. So it's like you are not going to be able to universally teach, quote unquote, people how to say your name unless you are the one teaching it.
2: Yeah.
0: So it's, I I propose something very, like, again, I try to look at things evenly. Yeah. So I hope that they develop uh, the program so they can include people's traditional names on identification. But I also think you should have your English name with it.
2: Oh, absolutely. I think you should
0: have both. I don't mm-hmm. think it should just, just if you, be If your... you
2: have both. Yes, that's
0: what I'm saying, yeah. right? So if you have a traditional name um, and, then an, like, assuming everyone has an English name, I'm, I'm saying it's more common to have an English name than it would be to have your traditional name. Yeah, But if you had both on there, well, you're still getting that representation. You're still getting identified for who you are. Yeah. But you can't... Decolonizing the system doesn't always mean like taking something away from it. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of the times what it decolonizing sometimes means that we need to meet in the middle.
2: Like add to it instead of taking away. Right. That kind of reminds me of like, and this is again another whole kettle of fish, but it was like back when, you know, like back to the whole um, upside down Canadian flag thing. Let's change the flag. Let's do this. Um, I don't think we need to fully change the flag. We can make adjustments to it to indigenize it and make it more culturally appropriate. That way, it incorporates the people who originate from this land, right? So it, I, I understand what you're saying because I see things the same way too. Like we shouldn't have to just completely wipe out everything we know right now. Let's add to it, make right. it better.
0: There's space. There's enough space to add.
2: Keep adding to a sandwich; it's going to get better. Well. Mostly, <laughs> most <laughs> of the time. Just throw some chips on there.
0: Oh man!
1: So what I was—I gotta <laughs> add something that. so what I meant by it's going to cost hundreds of thousands of dollars for that, it's because it's not just the one language. Like you were saying, it's, they'll, if they have to, if they're going to add one language, they're going to have to add them all. All of them. And that's going to be what costs the money. And then I was going to say, I can guarantee you the majority of people won't learn or won't learn how to pronounce it. Because my daughter Esmeralda, (laughs) okay, that's her name. Her name's Esmeralda. And everywhere she goes, it's an easy. Well, it's not an easy name for little kids, but everyone she is always called Esme, right? Or even Ezzy which drives me. Crazy, yeah, I was like, I don't like Ezy. Yeah, <laughs> it but I mean, like they won't even pronounce an English name. Yeah. Yeah, it's an old English name, but I mean, like they won't even pronounce that. Right. The color. They just shorten it and like okay. I get it mostly for the kids because they can't even pronounce that. But Well,
2: even traditional names have shortened versions of their names as well. So that way, when they do go to, you know, more public places where it's not as well known, it's a shortened virgin. Uh, virgin. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my out, God.
0: Look out for those shortened virgins running around. <laughs>
2: It's a short version. It's a shortened version. Uh, oh my goodness. I'm sorry guys. I have no idea what's going on with me right now. <laughs> Got the giggles today.
0: <laughs> no, that was that was good. That was good. <laughs> but it, that's just it. it. It It's not... You know, I, 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 I understand. I sympathize with a lot of our brothers and sisters out there who feel very wronged by the system, who have been wronged by... The government and, you know, but I think that we, you know, we always talk about change. We always talk about how do we make change? How do we decolonize? And and like I said, it's, it comes down to, you got to play the game. Yeah. You have to play the game that you're in. You can't, like, unfortunately, everything's different now.
2: Can't just flip the table and say, I'm done.
0: Yeah. You know, <laughs> you, you, you really got to, you got to try and you know again it's not i'm not saying it's perfect it's not maybe not always ideal that you know at indigenous people that maybe we have to adapt adapt but it's either how does that you know like it's either we adapt or or we're just constantly Gonna be behind or, or banging our heads on the wall you yeah. know like we got to you got to look at it meet and halfway and sometimes you just got to meet halfway it might not be perfect it might not be what everyone was hoping to achieve but we
1: don't need to assimil- assimilate, we need
0: to adapt. Yeah, yes. man, that's just it. Yeah, you said that really well. we got to adapt, not assimilate, yeah, right? Yeah, I like that. So, you know, I hope that that couple can, you know, find, uh, you know, somewhere down the road that maybe things will change and they can, yeah. you know, change the, the name on, on I- identification and stuff. I, I think that's important. I think it's, you know, it's good to be Step able to forward. see your name whether you're Okanagan or you're Coast Salish or wherever you're from you can mm-hmm. if you have a, a traditional name and it's on your ID that's pretty cool
2: That is really cool. Yeah. I like I love meeting I have some clients like I have clients all over the world now for, for readings and some of them have such cool names cuz you know like we differ from from wherever we are. Yeah. And it's really cool learning some pieces bits and pieces of their language and their teachings and they share with me and that's one of the coolest things. I love hearing that. And honestly, uh, if we could get one of our language speakers or teachers on the podcast, I would love to deep dive more into our language, um, with somebody who has, who does this as a profession, right? It'd be so cool.
0: If, uh, Ashley is listening, um, we're talking about you.
2: I messaged her today. Oh, good. Yes. Good. I did. I took your advice. I ran with it. Nice. Yeah, buddy.
0: I I think, you know, we got to, we really got to embrace each other and we have to understand that working together, we are going to be so much stronger together than we ever are divided. And we've said that over and over on this, on this podcast. And I will say it until the day I'm in the ground. Like we have to do better to work with each other Mm -hmm. for each other. And how are we doing for time?
2: About.
1: 13 minutes.
0: Okay.
2: Oh, wait, cool.
0: So I was thinking, okay, maybe, maybe we can touch on this quickly, but, you know, since, uh, w- as you mentioned earlier, the moose hide campaign yep. or buckskin campaign, however. Moose hide. Is it, what's the buckskin one? No,
2: it's the moose hide com- campaign.
0: No, I know, I know it's, but don't some people, is it bu- is there a buckskin one or is it the same thing and people just called it that, it's Probably right? the same thing. Yeah, that's what, okay. That's what I thought. I just want to make sure. <laughs> but, you know, I think that, you know, We really, as you know, we, this campaign comes around every year is something that when I was the indigenous rep for the BC Federation of Students, this was something that was really near and dear to my heart. I actually got to meet with the founders of the Moose Hide campaign and discuss, you know, how do we make it better? How do we, you know, grow it? And, you know, it's something that we talked about, uh, you know, it was holding men accountable. Uh, and I mean by us as men holding each other accountable for our actions, for our words, for what we do. And not only that, but talking to each other as men, supporting each other as men. We need to do that a lot more because you can't expect us to be able to set good examples if we're not leading yeah. by example. And But how do we lead when we're hurting? How do we lead when we have trauma that we haven't addressed or 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 pains that we need to deal with? And, you know, I really do think that the women across, you know, across Indigenous communities, they've done the heavy lifting for a very long time. You know, I think that y'all ladies have done a lot to try and pick us up as men, to, to heal us, to help us, but we need to heal and help each other. And I think that's where it really... That's where we're going to start seeing that change. Is um, men's groups? I want to start a men's group. I've thought about this for so long, and I'm just I'm scared of it because I I've never done it. Yeah. But I know how important it is to at least just get it started. At least just put it out there. Say, hey, you know, we can follow some some rules that we're break not gonna,
2: barriers.
0: Yeah. You know, we're yeah. not. Maybe we can't talk. You know, we're not going to use. You know, certain language in this settings, and it's you know establishes a, a safe, sacred place, a sacred safe place. Yeah. But we need to be able to talk to each other and yeah. confide yeah. in one another as men. And yeah. then I think that that campaign is going to be even more successful. But calling out those bad behaviors too—that's yeah. we have to, we got to do that.
2: Did you, um, did you see recently? Uh, um, I think it was Butterflies in Spirit. Um, I follow them on Instagram. I really love them. They're performative group. Um, and spread awareness and any anyway there was this issue um, a member of their team had uh, a long-standing history there was an event that happened um, in her relationship and she was with um, one of my hero, Uh, hip-hop artists in the indigenous community, Dreesis. And Mm. he took accountability for his actions. He he called himself out. He apologized publicly. And then I saw, you know, I read the comments because it's always interesting to see what people are saying, (laughs) of course. And some people are just trolls and They were mocking him and belittling him for taking accountability and saying, oh, a public apology isn't enough. And it's like, well, how do you know he's not behind the scenes, like having a family meeting, doing all these things, like incorporating like a men's circle, talking about it, using his trauma and, and pain that he's inflicted on someone else to teach other people. And he probably carried that with him for so long. And I bet you it was heartbreaking for him to see all this come out. But at the same time, I bet you he was relieved because he could finally address it. For sure. Right?
0: I, I think it's, uh, you know, thankfully, uh, <laughs> knock on wood. <laughs> I mean, thankfully, uh, you know, not, uh, I'm not in the, like, what I'm trying to say is, like, I'm not in the public eye, so I don't know what it's like. All mm-hmm. I can say is that, like, I, I can observe it from afar.
2: Yeah.
0: As soon as you're a public figure, everything's different. The oh, yeah. whole game is different. And the thing is, is that I think, you know, people who criticize apologies and stuff, There's, it comes down to sincerity. Yeah. And I think that there's a lot of people who apologize, uh, who are in the public eye because they have to. That it's it,
2: insincere.
0: It's the right thing to do. They know they yeah. have to do it, but it's not sincere. Yeah. It, it,
2: I feel like his was sincere. I was
0: going to say that. Like, I, uh, I did see... Cause we had talked about this before off the off yeah. the pod, but you know, I, I believe that it comes down to being sincere about it, yeah. but not just being sincere, putting your money where your mouth is. Oh yeah. And so if you're like, Hey, listen, like, I'm sorry, I've done this. I've wronged people. I've treated people badly, but here's what I'm going to do to correct that. Yeah showing like it's it's, it's got to
2: be more than a lip service it action. has to be actions yeah 100 yeah. and and you know what steps like that like with the moosehead Hide campaign and blending into missing murdered and indigenous women two spirit girls awareness day which we just had yesterday was That's may 5th right. yep. it's, it's the 6th today so yesterday was the 5th um campaigns like that that focus on different areas are actually Campaigns that will work together because that's where the unity is formed. We need that healing in that aspect. We need healing in this aspect so we can all come together and, you know, exactly as you said, um, sympathize with each other. And a lot of people who have done bad things in their life aren't actually bad people. They were in a bad place in their life. And as long as they have changed and as long as they have taken that action, to better themselves and take accountability, then I feel like people have no business being insincere about an apology or something, right? It's, Mm. it's, it's putting yourself in those shoes. Like, did this person have a traumatic upbringing? Was this person in a bad lifestyle? How did that affect them? Cause I personally speaking, I, I was a bad person for a little while too, because I was dealing with traumas. And then once I had healed that, I took accountability for that. Literally anybody that I feel like I had wronged, I reached out to and had those conversations with like even people in family, right? Like I'm sorry. So I don't know, I guess for me to leave off here before we say goodbye to everybody, I'm just like, yeah guys, open your heart, like open your heart. The toxicity has to stop, like be sympathetic with each other, compassionate and, and, look more into these campaigns and these movements and really see what it's about. Don't just look at the clothing they're selling. Don't just look at those things, the material things. Dive deeper into it.
0: Uh, yeah, even if, you know, there's this there's this thing that, um, <laughs> again, I, I'm usually, you know, sometimes I'm on my own, on my thoughts and <laughs> about things, but I, you know, there's this, There seems to be this ideology right now that, like, you know, if you're an ally, you need to speak up, you need to speak loud, and you need to, like, kind of this, use your social media platforms to speak out against, you know, speak about the, you know, the Moosehead campaign and, and the violence against women and the missing and murdered Indigenous women to...
2: To spirit, to spirit
0: and girls, and girls. I, I know they've ad- there's, there's been so more many. added to the to it so i'm trying to be as respectful as i can yeah. um but you know and, and it's like sometimes i i don't always believe that if you're an ally that you need to be shouting from the rooftops what you've learned you can it's an option yeah. but even if you're just learning it for yourself
2: mm-hmm.
0: and having private conversations you don't always have to blast it out on social media
2: oh totally
0: Learn it and talk to people who you know are going to be reciprocal. Not reciprocal. uh, They're going to receive it. it. Yeah. 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 Like they're going to receive that information and you can have a conversation (laughs) around that. I remember a few years ago when you're still living um, in Lake Country, Jay, uh, we had a chat with uh, someone. We were talking about indigenous issues and as a friend of Aliyah's, I believe, uh, and she was just asking you and I questions she asked us questions about some stuff that was going on and she was just like, she received it. She was like, thank you for telling me. I had no idea. I can't remember who it was though. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember that at all. Uh,
1: (laughs) No, but I've had, I've had many conversations like that. Actually our old landlady, um, from our last place we were in, she's, uh, she, she was curious. I think it was something I posted about, um, uh, the residential school stuff. And, And, uh, so she, we were talking, I was actually, I just shot, I shot her place for her because she was selling it, our old, our old rental. And then, uh, she saw my post and then she, she just asked, She's like, I'm curious and I don't mean any disrespect. And, and, uh, I told her about like, from like what I know and like my grandma's experience that from what I've been told and, and, uh, she was, she received it, right? Like she's very open and now you can see that she's learning more about, more things right yeah and she's actually from the posts i do see she does like she posts about it that's cool she'll share like if i share
0: something she'll she'll share that as well
2: Gain an ally one day at a time, yeah. one person at a time.
0: I don't know if either of you two noticed yesterday. I sure noticed it. Uh, there was quite a few red dresses out. Oh, my gosh, uh, yes. Out, um, I just got goosebumps. On people's properties. They're posting it on their, you know, hanging it up on, on their signs or mailboxes uh, around schools. Then And to me, that, like, even, again, it doesn't ha- have to be everyone. But even if it's just, you know, if there's some people getting into that and, and doing that and sending that message out there even if you have no idea you're gonna think about it yeah you might drive by and see a red dress hanging from someone's mailbox and be like
2: what what's going on and with then that? look it up and they're right? not and then just you're doing gonna,
0: laundry right but then <laughs> most people are you know i would say most people are gonna go home and, and look it up right? yeah hey, what you know what's why am i seeing red dresses hanging and then yeah. it, the first thing that pops up should be the explanation right so yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. i busted out the hoodie yeah, from you guys.
0: It. Yeah, I rocked my. I know yeah. I, that's my favorite color, man. I'd actually. Fits
2: <laughs> me it looks good yeah. on you guys. It looks good on it you. It fits guys. me Thank
0: again. You. So I
1: was, I was stoked that it. Uh, I, I busted it out. I'm like, I gotta try this on, and it fit. So it's nice. So
2: we're talking about uh, Cody's red North Okanagan apparel. Hoodie. Oh, yeah. So Thanks, if you guys Dana. are searching yeah. for, yeah. Don't remember, you guys. We're not videoing this. We are audio like, today. What the hell are they
1: talking about? Yeah, the I know. The red and look, like right you guys, right there. Right there. guys, cool. guys. See? Look, look, look. Look, it's right there. Oh
2: my! Good but thing yeah, I'm here. It's
1: there because. Uh, <laughs> um Jokes. I got a, it. Was when the rain started.
0: That's yeah. When I got home
1: with Rosalie.
2: Awesome.
0: Well. Should we wrap it up?
2: I guess so, guys. I think that was a really good episode, and we touched on a lot of topics and and uh, we appreciate all the feedback, guys. Remember, you can find us on Instagram at Intertribal Talk. You can find us on Facebook at Intertribal Talk Podcast, and you can find us on Spotify at Intertribal Talk Podcast. And uh, Cody, you are at Cody Isaac thirteen
0: close. Oh, uh, oh! You mean my Instagram? Insta, yes. <laughs> I think it's Cody, Cody Isaac three.
2: Cody Isaac three. Yeah. Okay, and then I'm at the Devon Destiny. That's right. I changed mine, and Jay. Yeah. Is where can we
0: find Jay? Fulcus Media.
2: At Focus Media. Yeah.
0: Across all platforms.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. That's yeah. I've made mine pretty consistent. Awesome. That's, That's
2: awesome. Yeah.
0: Well, thanks everyone for tuning in. Uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, stay safe out there. Much love.
2: Love you guys. Bye.